0: Welcome to the Couple of Movies podcast, a podcast where a boyfriend and a girlfriend talk about a few movies. See, it's a pun. It's a pun. <laughs> we never acknowledge that at the beginning. That's true.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: trying to find my voice here at the start. We're your host, Robbie.
1: And Maggie.
0: And I, I tried to get you there while you were still on your phone. It didn't work. I ended up tripping over my own words. Trying to be sneaky and quiet about it. Um, <coughs> so we watching a movie.
1: Yeah. This is, we've. We finished up our episodes where we talk about broad topics and yeah. we've returned to watching a single movie and again we watched a horror movie. Yeah. That is kind of our thing now.
0: It's it's slowly yeah. It's I'm unofficially okay with it I'm okay thing. with it. You know why? Why? Cuz I like horror movies. Yeah. I thing.
1: I'm really fairly picky about horror movies cuz it's so I
0: feel like there's a lot to take apart in a lot of horror movies.
1: There's a lot to take apart, but I think when you get to horror movies, you have there's a point where it's like, all right, they did something original, they did something cool, they they did something w- very well, and then you but then you're coming up on the edge of the cliff, and on the other side of the edge of the cliff is the babadook. <laughs> <laughs> where they did it so well that I was genuinely freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I thought the babadook was going to get me but because the storytelling was just that good.
0: Mm. Speaking Mm. of, we watched a movie that did something original.
1: And we're very safe from the cliff.
0: Did something okay?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no... uh, Not a game changer.
0: Unfriended. Well, you see, I I think I I might have to disagree on that. Um, I think it might be something... Penelope has a bone, and she's barking at the air because she doesn't want it to steal her bone. She might lose bone privileges while recording.
1: I mean, she'll find a way to make noise.
0: (laughs) Unfriended. Unfriended. Um, No, but Ah. I I think it's I think it's something that we're going to see a lot more of. I, because I think I think it is an original idea that if done right, it's not going to feel that dated. Um,
1: Oh no no no! It will always feel dated. Like, It'll I think, it's, I think it's a new step. No, here's the. Thing. I think
0: it's I think it's the next step in that sort of found footage uh, genre.
1: I think it's definitely a footnote in the found footage genre, but I don't think it's going to spawn. I don't think it's gonna spawn anything significant.
0: Because I have I have seen that sort of thing more than once. Um, yeah. Modern Family did it really good.
1: Where okay, if you if you don't know anything about unfriended,
0: yeah, uh, the summary. Inti- <coughs> the in- summary before we get into the spoilers, <coughs> we'll do a quick because
1: Penny, shut up! Hey, okay, if, Penny, come here. If you don't know anything about unfriended, or if that sounds familiar but you've forgotten what it was, it came out uh, late. Penny has s- lost her
0: bone privileges. Yes,
1: unfriended came out late summer of last year, and it was that Skype movie or that Facebook movie, and the the storytelling convention is that you you are literally seeing only the framework of this girl's desktop on her Apple computer. Right. And so you're seeing a conversation on Skype, you're seeing text conversations on iMessage, um, you're seeing her Google searches and her Facebook chats, and that is... So there's video, but it... Y- that's the whole story
0: <laughs> right now we have a dog that's trying to get onto the table as we're recording
1: no um storytelling convention is that you don't see anything in the movie outside of the desktop
0: right and uh the most of the movie is is told through a group of kids uh
1: yeah, it's told
0: <laughs> a group of mid twenty something year old kids
1: actually, I think the fat guys the only and i'm <laughs> I shouldn't call him that but uh I mean, he, he's been consistently cast as the fat guy. Anyway, um. I had
0: I it pulled up. Um.
1: I think most o- uh, I the the vast majority of the cast are v- genuinely young-looking unknowns. I mean, I'd put them in college at the oldest, except for Ken, who I've actually seen in other stuff.
0: Jacob, Wysocki? W-Y-S-O-C-K-I?
1: Something like that. Yeah. It's Polish. Anyway, um, this is meandering a lot for how no, sober we meandering. are. No, this is meandering. We're meandering a lot for how sober we are. <laughs> um, which is completely sober, because it's really early. <laughs> 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 for a Sunday, relatively early. Um, So, the gimmick to draw people's attention was that you don't see any traditional action. Right. Uh, that it's happening, air quotes, in real time on this desktop. And then the only... If you see anything that happens outside of real time, it has to happen via a YouTube video. Yeah. Or... Facebook. Yeah, or Facebook. And... It had a lot of really good ideas. The core story... Uh, it was just... The it core story flat. could have been way more interesting.
0: Yeah, there was there was just things missing. Yeah. Like, I I think the IMDb rating is fair. Like a six out of ten, I yeah. think is where it's at. Like it was it was cool. It was interesting. Yeah. Not that great.
1: Yeah. So what you're introduced to is.
0: So that's I think it's the spoiler free. Um.
1: Yeah, that's spoiler free. After this, we're just diving in. Because and this, is, is, still, this is
0: still, I still feel like it's a fairly new movie. Um,
1: it's a year old now. See, I didn't feel like it
0: was... I, I feel like it's...
1: It's set during August of 2014. I
0: don't know. I feel like it, it's It's not... I don't know what I'm saying. Um, Maybe it's just that I missed it whenever it, it came out on, like...
1: Well, we didn't go to the movies. Not, not
0: that we went to the movies or anything, but, like, missed whenever it, it started being on streaming and things. Like, I, I was sort of mm-hmm. surprised it was already on streaming.
1: I would... Mean, I mean, I think it was in theaters and popular this time last year.
0: Yeah, it could be. I yeah. mean, it, it could be.
1: No, I mean, like, look up the release date. Because the movie is set in August of 2014. Mm. Yeah. And then anyway, now spoilers. Yeah. The problems with the movie. Well, okay. So, what you get is, we're introduced to the backstory. Laura Barnes... Uh, killed herself on school campus, and then linked to, like in the links from the video of her suicide, because you get to see that too. Yay. Uh There's a link to the video of s- that caused the cyberbullying that inspired her to kill herself. Right. And so you see that she was sloppy, sloppy drunk at a teen party, and. That eventually it was revealed that she would like passed out on the ground and
0: looked like she had shit herself.
1: Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say classier than that had lost her bowels. Uh, and the you're you learn over the course of the movie that she was very popular. This is this is a. I
0: think that she wasn't popular. I think that was the thing.
1: No, she was popular. She was a bully. That's she was a bully. Yeah, Ken says she was a bully.
0: Oh okay. See, I didn't. I didn't pick up on yeah. that. Um,
1: that's one of the things that could have been. It was. It was a good move on their part, but it could have been better. Was the idea that they set you up to where no one, no one deserves pure sympathy, because all of this is happening on the one-year anniversary of the suicide of a girl who'd been cyberbullied, but prior to her cyberbullying, she was a legitimate bully. Um. But you're seeing all of this through the framework of Blair, and Blair is little miss perfect. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Uh, or w- what I guess passes for perfect within teen circles. Because the first thing you see well, is because no, it wasn't even
0: that. Like she wasn't. She wasn't even. See, and that's that's the big the the big the the storytelling convention that they broke for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I think this is even one of those things that goes back to like Scream. Mm-hmm. Um you need that and I, I don't want to say virginal um but you need that that good character mm-hmm. and and the thing that they slowly reveal as the movie goes on is it's everyone in the movie is a fucking asshole
1: yes definitely put the explicit tag on this one
0: yeah no i i, I think i changed it okay. it should be it should be good um but everyone in this movie is just a jerk and yeah. um i mean it's
1: to varying degrees, but nobody is a g- honest-to-goodness good guy. Yeah. And t- to a certain extent, you don't really get any anti-heroes. You just have people, and you're following their story.
0: And it's, it's like all of the, the characters in the movie, um, there was nobody to sympathize with. Yeah. And and, uh, and that, was, that was a big problem for me, because at the end of the movie, I was like, well, why do I even care about this story? I mean, because...
1: That's how I felt about Watchmen. <laughs> there you go. That's how I felt about Watchmen. I hated everyone, and I was glad they died. And if they didn't die, I was upset that they lived.
0: I actually read a really interesting thing about Watchmen last night. <laughs> um, whenever I was trying to sleep. Well, no, it was it was somebody talking about Watchmen on the internet, and they were mm-hmm. like, um, "The big question of Watchmen is: Do the ends justify the means?" and everybody always says well Ozymandias made a really good point Ozymandias Ozymandias made a really good point and you know he was kind of the hero of that movie even though he killed a bunch of people but the thing that nobody ever talks about is that um, Dr. Manhattan's character Mm -hmm. he's on such a big time scale that he realizes that the ends and the means are the same thing and on a big enough time scale it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. unfriended. Unfriended. Yeah, everybody in the movie was a jerk. Yes. Except for the two people they killed at the very beginning.
1: Hold on, hold on. They, I'm not going to defend Val. <laughs> okay, when, uh, so you start, you're on Blair's computer. Blair's dating Mitch they're disgusting and they're teenagers whatever and then they get into a big chat conversation with Ken the lovable fat guy who does computer stuff Jess the blonde slut because everybody has one and then Adam the best friend foil whatever to Mitch the boyfriend again this is a I mean you have a p- almost perfect cabin in the woods yeah, yeah. uh primary cast. Well um, they're having this chat, there is a there's a Skype icon in their conversation that nobody knows or recognizes or can kick out. Um and Blair comes to the uh, and then while they're trying to figure out what that is Mitch and Blair are contacted from Laura Barnes' Facebook and she's the dead girl she's been dead one year um at some point, Blair gets it in her head that it's their other friend Val, uh, and so she attempts to add Val to the conversation. And as she's saying, like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in touch with Val. I'm adding Val. I'm calling her whatever I'm Skype." Everybody else is like, "Ugh, Val," because she's very. And then you meet her, <laughs> and she's super aggressive, super mean, and at some point at some point before Laura had killed herself when she did not know who had posted the the video that was causing her to be cyberbullied, bullied she had contacted Val and said hey it's Laura if y- if you put up the video will you please take it down and Val's response is how about you go kill yourself and so an Instagram photo of that chat goes up on Val's account right before she dies, and everybody in their infinite wisdom of comment threads is like, Val, you're the worst! Oh my god! Um, now, Val has the shortest screen time of any character. She's added after the group conversation has already started, and she's the first to bite it. Mm. Um, and I think that's why they at least give her the least visually graphic death in that it's implied she drank bleach but it's not you don't see it small blessings so I mean they don't they just establish off the bat she's an asshole
0: see but but here's my problem with that um,
1: that they're all assholes
0: it's not even just that it's that It it, it felt like it could have been faked like, a lot of the computer stuff felt like it could have been faked. Like, all of these. Yeah. But I, I feel I like we're supposed to go in faith that. And, and what I'm getting towards is it's it's another problem that I had with this movie. But um, I feel like what they were trying to say with that whole thing or. Val didn't <laughs> feel that terrible to me.
1: Maybe it's because you've just never dealt with women. Maybe. When she was introduced, I was immediately like, I don't like her.
0: But see, like I, I saw her against Jess, and yeah. whenever whenever they introduced Jess, I was like, "Oh, she's a, she's a whore asshole."
1: Yeah, but here's the thing: the 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 argument between Jess and Val, because uh,
0: like I, I saw her as uptight, but I didn't see her as like a bad person.
1: Well, they're all terrible. That's the point. Yeah, and you're supposed to you're supposed to understand how much you don't like Val, based on. Her interaction with Jess over the photo album of Val being drunk at parties.
0: But see, like, even that, like, I I was taking Val's side on that one because it was like, well, I would be pissed if somebody that I thought was friends with started posting that shit online too. Like, that was, that seemed like a normal reaction to me. Maybe I'm just a shitty, terrible person.
1: Well, you're also, you also saw, you went out of your way to see it from the character's point of view instead of the audience's point of view where you know that Jess didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So as the audience, you know Jess didn't do that. But Santa I
0: don't think I don't think it's fair to say that. Like I think I think you should expect a character in a movie to to react to something yeah. in a reasonable manner. Right. And if you're if you're showing it like, Oh well she's an asshole because she didn't actually do it But like I mean even 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 Jess's reaction to like like Jess laughed Yeah and then she was like, Bitch, I ain't taking that down Like that was her reaction. She was like yeah. You're coming to me and asking me to take some shit down off of my Facebook profile and you're being an asshole to me. I was like, Jess, you're being a bitch.
1: Yeah, that's the point. Okay, have you seen God Bless America? Yes. This is an entire movie about the teenagers the main character in God Bless America <laughs> wants to kill. Like, that's, that's our baseline.
0: And, that's, and that's, that's a really big problem with this movie because it didn't have a character in the movie that I felt bad for.
1: Point. Which is, I mean, that's terrible, but it's also not like a didactic thing, because they toyed with a lot of the tro- Well, no, they're not tropes. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not a didactic like moral lesson, because one, they use supernatural elements so they could just have a blank check to do whatever they wanted, but in their storytelling, they used real instances from stories that have been in the news. Yeah. Like Like, um, you know, you know, the blanket statement is that kids record too much of their lives and upload it and your entire childhood can be ruined because YouTube exists. So that's your blank statement. But then they but had instances where they borrowed from actual events.
0: At the same time, all those things that were getting uploaded, mm-hmm. they weren't things uploaded by the kids.
1: No, the original stuff, the
0: the uh, the the thing that led to the girls bullying. Yourself. the
1: The original video, okay. the suicide video, the video that Laura had uploaded while she was still alive, with the where it's in black and white and she's not saying anything, she's pulling the cards off and she's calling out all the people who've been bullying her. Right. That's a real thing. Yeah. That happened. The the seeking help from nine one one via chat roulette you said actually happened. Uh, no,
0: I think there was I think there was viral marketing. Oh. I think whenever they were um, advertising the movie.
1: Oh that's they went on to chat roulette
0: and uh they had a girl like freaking out on chat roulette, like asking for help.
1: Oh. And
0: then whenever people would start to kinda panic a little bit, they would it would cut to like, come watch our movie. Oh, I that's think, gross. I think. I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, that's slimy, I don't like it.
0: But I've I've seen but stuff but like that on Chat Roulette before where it's like a video where it looks like somebody's like, um man, what was the what was the one? I don't even remember. I'd have to go look it up. But mm. it was uh it was this video where it was it was this like hot chick and she starts slowly taking off her clothes mm-hmm. and then like her eyes start bleeding black and then like she jumps at the screen.
1: Gross. Yeah. Deeply gross. Uh.
0: But it was it was a viral marketing for something. Mm. It may have even been for this. I don't remember. I don't
1: know. The. I mean, there's some oddball questions about writing a story in which you you can't sympathize with anyone because it kind of... It's... It's an interesting conversation for you to have an entire movie in which all the teenagers who die in these horrible ways kind of deserved it. Because whenever these types of things happen in the media, um, less so when it's little white kids dying, but um, still when it happens, is... People saying that like cyberbullying and bullying in general but the stuff that goes down on the internet shouldn't be a life or death situation and kind of saying like, Well, you know, they wouldn't have sci- they wouldn't have bullied that girl or slut shamed that girl or whatever if she hadn't been an asshole at a party. And so it's a weird conversation to start to say you have this whole movie where all the bad things that you can do on the internet these kids do and then they all die and you don't feel bad for them that's it they made like a caricature of humanity and then you can just watch them get killed and that's that's funky that's not good but But i think i
0: think the part that i'm saying like you need a character that's sympathetic um it's not like an innocent character there's a Mm. difference between an innocent character and a sympathetic character like darth vader totally sympathetic um but i mean no but like like really he's even for as terrible as the prequel, the prequels were, it sets him up as like yeah. it made sense the choices that he made. Yeah, um, he was, you know, he was he was somebody who was trying to gain power to help the people that he cared for, and eventually it just became a thing of gaining power to gain power to survive.
1: Yeah, well, the people been, the people he cared for have been wiped out.
0: Right, um, you know, like Lord of the Rings, all of the characters in it are sympathetic. Boromir, even. The yeah. guy who tried to kill the ring bearer, sympathetic character, because his his motives were complex. Yeah. Um,
1: Gollum, sympathetic character.
0: Sympathetic character. Um, What's this
1: a, not so much. Saruman. Saruman. No, even
0: Saruman was a sympathetic character. He was he was a fallen angel. Mm. Um, he was made that way. If you read the s- Cimmerillion. Um, which
1: I'm not ever going to do.
0: Yeah, and and, and honestly, I've only read the first like half. Yeah. Um, his motive still makes sense. None of these characters' motives made sense. Right. Um
1: I think that has to do with I think it was adults writing teenagers.
0: I, I think of, no, I think it was it started telling the story in the wrong place. Um if if we could have seen that this girl was a bitch, um, the, the girl that they bullied if we could have seen more character development on, mm. on behalf of the characters to to justify some of their actions, I think it would have made for a much better yeah. movie. Um, it, it was it was the same problem that that the original Paranormal Activity had. Yeah, there was nobody like everybody in that movie was stupid. <laughs> like I mean, it was no like everybody in that movie was stupid. Yeah and i know they only had like what like two or three characters in in the mm. entire paranormal activity movie but i wanted to punch them both in the face yeah. um the boyfriend was a douche and the girlfriend was possessed by a demon there was nobody for me to, to yeah. sympathize with and they were all making the worst decisions possible yeah i mean it was the same thing in this movie you had you had this girl who which girl the the uh the, the main character blair blair um I mean you had Blair who her her character backstory is she filmed her friend who had feces coming out of her butt
1: who she shit her pants yeah
0: yeah um she cheated on her boyfriend yeah and tried to cover it up um
1: did cover it up
0: did cover it up and she knew the rules to this thing that was happening to her, and she still didn't follow the rules. Like, I mean, it just... N- none of her decisions in the movie made sense as a character, mm-hmm. and it was it was just frustrating for me to watch somebody go through that and be like, I mean, the, the choice that you needed to... the thing that you needed to do, you kept going back to it and reading it and, like, seeing... Yeah. And, and you still didn't do it.
1: Yeah. Because... What you're supposed to take from that is that she didn't think she was the villain. She didn't think she deserved to be punished.
0: See, and there, there are movies that do that really well. Yeah. Like, um, what, I, what I was thinking, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer is an example of a movie that does that exceedingly well. Um, you have these kids who basically, I mean, depending on if, you, if you're talking about the book or the movie, they run over a person. And he's not quite dead, or they kill a child, in the book.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, um, and they try to cover up a murder. And you know that's a terrible, terrible thing to do, mm-hmm. but you can see her fighting against it. Yeah. Like um, Jennifer Love, is it Jennifer Love Hewitt an energy? Okay. Yeah. You could see Jennifer Love Hewitt fighting against what they're trying to do, even yeah. though she eventually goes along with it. Yeah. You don't see any of that in this movie.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that came from them choosing to do the whole thing in one block of time. Yeah. Because uh, when I'd seen the trailer originally, one, I know it happened. My brain had kind of fused this together with the kid movie about the alien... Where they used um, the kids filming on their cell phones as part of the storytelling. I forgot what it's called. It came out in the same like six month block, and it's a bunch of kids. They find an alien. Like they're b- when I say kids, they're like on bicycles. They don't. Yeah. You know. um, they find an alien, but the story is like told through them filming the alien and each other on their cell phones. So. My brain just like boop cataloged these two together, and I thought that unfriended unfolded over um, a lapsed amount of time. Um, which would now have it's been. gonna
0: bug me. I'm trying to think what movie you're talking about.
1: Um, it, there was a, um, there was, let see. My brain's doing like 12 things at once. Um, Anyway, so we, we said that the the character development and the general tension and the feeling of punishment and dread over what the what was gonna happen to the people who participated in the cyber bullet would have been better stretched over a bit of time. Um.
0: See, and I, and I think the other problem is too is that um, you don't see remorse on behalf of any of the characters. Like none of them are sad for what they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and and I, kno- I know you said that's because she doesn't think that she did anything wrong, but I think that's that's really problematic for this kind of story. Earth um, to Echo. Earth to Echo. Really, that's I didn't know that was about. That, that's what that was about.
1: Oh. That's what I was thinking of, because it's.
0: That's a Disney movie, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it was like it was supposed to be pretty cute, yeah. but it it was supposed to be like E. T. for, millennials or millennials' children. I don't wherever we are now
0: <laughs> um,
1: but there was the the storytelling concept of the skype call um being becoming kind of the like the epistolary novel of the 21st century of alternative narratives it would have worked we said if if it hadn't been in real time if they'd stretched the narrative out so that the characters could develop. Well, it still could have been Um, in real
0: time, too. just we needed more of that character development. Um, Well,
1: that's the thing. Like, you're not going to get really interesting characters. Like, I thought
0: it was was interesting what they were doing with the YouTube videos. I thought that worked.
1: Yeah, that worked.
0: they needed more of that.
1: Because of the characters you had, because of the characters they wrote, you weren't going to get those characters to a really interesting point in themselves uh, in that amount of time. Like, you just weren't. No, no. Um the other thing was that they w- they went with the supernatural, and so that kind of gave them cheat codes for
0: yeah. That, it was it was really st- lazy.
1: Yeah, for storytelling turns it didn't work.
0: Because like I'd, I'd actually mentioned that to you too. Like I thought what they were going for for a little while was going to be like it was a relative of the girl that killed herself. Yeah
1: that right. w- like I Know What You Did Last Summer the movie like
0: I Know What You Did Last Summer yeah that
1: would have been much more interesting which yeah I, I think Our it would have made scream actually
0: no it was I Know What You Did Last Summer
1: well I- over the course of the series it became I wasn't uh, spoilers I mean they're 20 years old now but over the course of the I Know What You Did Last Summer movies uh, it becomes
0: I, relatives I've, I've only seen but in the two.
1: first one it's the guy yeah, they it's hit yeah it's the guy they hit yeah um uh I thought one of the things that I thought was interesting in using Supernatural for Unfriended was that it kind of felt like the grudge, in that, um, the violence that happens is not necessarily proportionate to the the original cause.
0: Well, you see, the, the thing about the grudge, the thing that made the grudge work with that, though, was that, um,
1: because the Japanese make better horror movies. No, not <laughs> even that.
0: Um, they make weirder horror movies. Yeah. To us. Um, yeah. But the thing about The Grudge was it was... It was okay for the punishment not to fit the crime because they basically said that that was how it was. and yeah. They established that pretty early on. They didn't have that same thing with this movie. Or it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was...
1: Yeah, like it wasn't put forth in the supernatural rules. Yeah. Yeah. The only... The only thing that you actually needed to do to get punished and unfriended was answer a message from the dead. Yeah. So once the the dead spirit decides that you're the target, you're the target. That's the end. So they left it up to the rage of a teenage girl to decide what punishment fit the crime, and I think that might have been jarring for some people. I
0: don't know. No, I, I think it was um, like I, I think my problems with it, though, my problems with talking about the the, the thing that punished. Um, it it needed to go one or two different directions for me, mm-hmm. and it didn't do either one of them. Uh, either um, make it so it wasn't supernatural, yeah. or which I thought would have been a great movie, yeah, and it would have played into the whole technology thing,
1: yeah, and the deaths would have been more interesting,
0: or. Have more emphasis on the supernatural, because the problem with the problem with it not with with just kind of getting these clips, these small clips of people offering themselves really fast, mm-hmm. um, and like the lights flickering, was that it felt like um, it, it it felt like it was like a Deus Ex moment. Yeah, it did. As opposed to like building up, right? Which I I, I think that might have been another big problem with this movie. The characters didn't develop, didn't develop enough, including the villain. Um, like they would just freak out about stuff, and then they would kill themselves. Yeah. And they would get angry and freak out about stuff, and then they would kill themselves. You, you didn't have you didn't have any of this feeling of. Um, tension maybe
1: yeah there were scenes that, with tension that worked really well and then not so much towards the beginning yeah
0: they were all towards the beginning like it started yeah. off really strong and as it went it, it just got worse
1: yeah um uh, the shot of Val not moving and them trying to figure out if it yeah. was a glitched video or not that was really good
0: and and the shot of uh, our, our chubby friend just like where it cuts out and then it cuts back, and he's got his hand in a blender. Like, that was pretty awesome, too. <laughs> but the everything after that was just down mm.
1: The only good blender death is the one in your next. Oof. Mm. <laughs> uh, that, I, blenders... I'm not a huge fan of blender deaths. Uh, for the Gremlins
0: did a good, too. Uh, but they killed a gremlin. It wasn't yeah. Person.
1: I feel about blenders the same way I feel about... Garbage disposals? Like, it's just too easy to make blades on a rotor scary. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's just the cheapest shot. And it's... Ugh. Well, you wa- see, I
0: think it worked in on this one, though, because it, it looked like he was in, like, a bedroom. So, like, he went to get the blender. No, no,
1: no. You, It's Chekhov's gun. He has the blender earlier in the movie. Okay. Because... Uh, when they're saying that maybe the, the dummy profile is a hacker and somebody's like, yeah, they came in for fart jokes and s- something else. And the guy's like, uh, Ken, he says whatever the other thing is, we don't have it. But I have my salsa. Like my three alarm salsa or whatever. Okay. So the farts are on their way. Okay. Um, another Chekhov's gun thing. I When I was out walking the dog, I remember this. When she's on... When she's in the Facebook security protocols and she's trying to get the memorial page like shut down so nobody can use it, yeah. And she clicks off the screen and she comes back and all the fields say "I got her." That's the last thing in the the bullying video. That's the point at which. Okay. So that was actually really good.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: That w- I mean, that's the nail in the coffin, really.
0: But I, I still feel like it was—it was still fairly obvious. Um, or
1: well, I think when you first. Well, what see we're talking about
0: right now. What we're talking about right now, though, just for the people that that haven't seen it that are listening to us.
1: And we're way past spoilers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but I'm explaining. I'm setting it up. Mm. I'm painting a picture with mm. words. Um, the the main character, mm-hmm. she's trying. Yeah, she's trying to turn the Facebook page into a memorial page. Because mm-hmm. she thinks
1: somebody's hacked it and that they're harassing people from.
0: Yeah. Um, because both her and her boyfriend are getting, I think, at yeah. that point, the messages. Um, and, yeah, like like you said, whenever she changes everything, like, she clicks on something and, like, mm-hmm. the page refreshes or something. And it says, I got her, I got her, I got her, I got her. Yeah. And uh, there's a clip at the end of the girl.
1: The original cyberbullying The original
0: cyberbullying video. Cyber video um, and at the end of the cyberbullying video, uh, it's it's revealed at the end. It's a big twist that the person that filmed it was the main character, and Blair. Blair,
1: who was supposed to be best friends with with Laura and the one who felt the most bad about her death.
0: Yeah. Um, and she she basically at the end of the video she says, "I got her." Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Here's the thing. One, I didn't see the shadow that clearly. Yeah. But when you because. Si- you see that video before you're introduced to the whole cast of characters. So at the beginning, you're supposed to believe that it was Val. That's why they set up Val to be so unpleasant. Is you're supposed to think that it could have been her. Uh,
0: I feel like they didn't put enough emphasis on that for me to pick it up, though. Like.
1: All teenage girls are bitches.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then they try and, like fling your mind off of it by putting the suspicion on who uploaded the video on yeah. Mitch
0: yeah yeah um but I, I think the other problem with it though it was um or the other problem that I had with it it was the moment that they sent the picture of
1: Blair, Blair cheating on our boyfriend
0: cheating on her boyfriend that was the moment that I didn't have anybody sympathetic in the cast to uh to 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 side with um, because y- you had no real reason to dislike Mitch at that point yeah. any more than anybody else um Blair was supposed to be the person that you were sympathizing with and then you, I mean there was there was just nobody left at that point what i what i wouldn't have been surprised and it may have been what they were trying to do mm-hmm. was to say that blair had gotten date raped
1: I mean I thought for sure, my original expectation of the video that causes Laura to kill herself was that um, I thought it was going to be one of those. Because in terms of cyberbullying and the cases that make national news, it's very very common for uh, a teenager to get too drunk to consent and then everybody thinks it's super funny and takes turns having sex with that person's body uh, and filming it and then that person gets cyberbullied for being super slutty when they were definitely raped which I thought that's what was going to happen that's why when you see her on the ground and you're like, she shit herself and I was like, I think she got gangbanged and then it was poop Um, I I was surprised that they went with that direction and that the only reference to rape was a it was yeah, it was Stringly. like it was like
0: an offline. It was like just yeah. fucking out of nowhere. Like yeah. just, oh, BT Dubs, why'd you rape that girl that time? Yeah, and everyone was like, yeah, that wasn't nice. Yeah, not like, oh my god, you raped
1: someone? Yeah, the there are two references to to sexual assault in the movie, and they're both used very lightly.
0: Yeah. Uh, like and And see like this is this is coming back to like my thing where it's like there was nobody that was sympathetic, yeah, and I didn't know who I was supposed to be rooting for.
1: yeah, I think it's also one of those things where whenever people talk about like what the fuck is wrong with kids today, and it's the idea that they they're like decision making centers in their brains aren't developed. And so to these kids, uh roofying someone. And reporting someone else for selling weed, the same. Uh, it's no,
0: and there, there was another weird thing too. Like the guy, got angrier, and there was there was a bigger hoopla yeah. about getting reported for selling weed in this uh, movie. Yeah. Then
1: he roofied raping and re- someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, I. I don't think they were trying to make anyone sympathetic. I don't think they were trying to give you someone to root for. I think the cuz they play when they play never uh never have I ever. It's just like clearing the field. Like here's who you have left. Hate all of them. Have fun. They're all terrible.
0: But see the problem with that is like and there's there is a problem with that and mm-hmm. it's that it there is no longer any tension in the movie after that. Once yeah. once you make it so there's nobody that you're rooting for, yeah. Then there's nobody that you're rooting for. Yeah. I mean if if you if you make it so I hate everybody in this movie, why am I watching this movie?
1: To see them get murdered?
0: But that's not a fun movie to watch. I know. You you want there to be
1: I'm not defending it. I'm just no, I know, it. I
0: know, I know. Um and, and and the other thing, like I mean if, if we're supposed to be rooting for the bad guy, then the bad guy should or I mean the 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 person who's killing people yeah then uh, they should be having a harder time of this than they're having like
1: yeah there was really nothing in the no. way of the the ghost spirit thing yeah they n- the kids never stood a chance right there and no and that was
0: that was another really big problem with that movie where yeah. it was like okay so there's nobody that I like yeah. and they're defenseless anyway yeah. like
1: there were rules for how to appease the spirit but nobody followed them. Yeah,
0: at all. And, for, that was and and they they didn't follow it for, like, and there was no reason for them not to follow the rules.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure that anyone else in the air quotes game uh, knew the rules. I think she had, she had
0: said, didn't she? She told at least one other person.
1: Well, Mitch knew. Uh, oh, God, his death. Ugh.
0: What, was his, oh. what did he do? Oh, yeah, the magic trick.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 there, so it's only implied that two of the six characters know that, one, they shouldn't They shouldn't accept messages from the dead. Um, if they do, they have to confess their sins. I know there's four Im- pieces of information, but... I
0: do you it it's going to make you kill yourself?
1: Yeah, it was, the spirits the, the spirits can possess you yeah. or attack you. Yeah. Um and the only line of defense you have is to confess your sins. Yeah.
0: I just it could have been a good movie.
1: Yeah, it had room for improvement.
0: And 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 I think the problem are the problems that it had would have been really easy to fix. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I think the movie was more concerned with uh Showing really gory deaths that, yeah. in hindsight, weren't that gory. It was it, there was a lot of clever camera angles that made the deaths seem a lot more gory than they were.
1: I wouldn't even say it was clever camera uh, angles. It was just, just um, shitty
0: cameras that they used that made the deaths look a lot worse than they were. Like it would it would have been r- it'd be really easy to recreate this movie on a low budget.
1: Well, I'm fairly certain this entire movie.
0: Was yeah, it w- it was definitely a low budget yeah. movie. And that was that's. I mean, that was probably the big,
1: the most expensive things thing. about this movie were just filming the videos that you're seeing in clips.
0: Yeah, I just
1: if this thing costs more than two million dollars, i would be really, really surprised.
0: I wanted it to be a good movie because it was an yeah. interesting idea.
1: Yeah, that's. This is one of the problems that I've had time and time again when I try and get into like genres, like thick genres. Especially fantasy and sci-fi is um, a genre movie will kind of try and sell you on the concept and then not really tell you a story. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of those things where it was a really good concept.
0: More concerned with the setting than yeah. the characters. Yeah. You do see that a lot in fantasy, like people just kind of navel gazing at their settings.
1: Yeah. And I remember like trying to like write worlds with. Like interesting natural laws because I thought that would be really fun, and then never writing stories in those worlds. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, that'd be really fun. Like, oh, I really like this planet. That oh, I don't. Ugh, no, I don't care about well it.
0: I think it's one of, um, or that's that's. I mean, that's that's a big rule whenever it comes to writing. If you're gonna have something in a story, it needs to have a purpose. Yeah, uh, I think it's one of Brandon Sa- or, I think one of Brandon Sanderson's rules of magic in a mm-hmm. system. Um. And Brandon Sanders is one of my favorite fantasy authors right now that's, um, like, writing. But his his big rule of, of, like, magic in a setting is that it needs to say something about the story. I and mean if it's not saying something about the story, then you shouldn't have it in there. Um, I mean, J.K. Rowling does that with Harry Potter. Yeah. She keeps her rules really vague with the magic Yeah. until it's convenient for the plot.
1: Yeah. Her world is also so much m- like it seems rich in a, but in a decorative way. Yeah. But when I, because I read the books originally and just read each one once, and then carried on with my life, because I, I felt confident that I could catalog enough information that I didn't need to reread them. But then I, when I finally finally revisited them, in my mid twenties, uh, I realized that there's so many bits and pieces, leading up to how that series ends. That were there all along. Yeah. Like, the vanishing cabinet that plays into how books... Like, the entirety of book six is introduced in book two. And I was just like, oh my god, how'd she do that? <laughs> like, it felt like actual magic that she had snuck that by me over the course of a decade. So she's <laughs> a wizard. She's a real wizard. This is, this is not a drill. Uh, and that's... like that's storytelling that's really difficult and complex and that much more impressive.
0: Yeah, but I mean, y- if, you yeah. if you see a good, if you see a well-written story, it'll do that. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll have things at the beginning yeah. with purpose that leads up to the end. Yeah. And um, I think it's, I think it's this idea of, of fairness in storytelling, if that makes any sense. Not like like deus ex machina's are really bad.
1: Yeah, because it's an insult. To just b- bail... I mean, to just bail your story out of jail with money. And,
0: and I feel like this movie was just a lot of Deus Ex mod Well, enough. the, the m-
1: primary conflict was the God Machine.
0: Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it would have
1: been... It would have been more interesting if it weren't Supernatural. If every teenager were not just...
0: If there was somebody the to sympathize with, if it was well, if it was if it was a fair story that followed its own rules.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: But it, it was it wasn't one of those things. I mean it wasn't any of those things. It wasn't it was it was a story about jerks that you were supposed to hope died.
1: And then they died.
0: And then they died. Yeah. The end. There were no twists, there was no building of characters, there was just Oh, I don't feel bad now. And I think I think if you're writing a horror movie, it's, it's a good horror movie. It's it's gonna you're gonna want to feel that tension of yeah like you this movie forgave you for feeling okay that the characters died, and that's not okay in a story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just realized that your TV desk is a wine rack
0: yes it's, it is
1: <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, I, the thing is I don't think this is going to be a game changer because I don't think anybody's going to come along and try and fix what ails this one
0: it makes me sad though, because it's like it's it's got such potential for like.
1: It. I mean, it ha- It only has as much potential as the story that it's telling.
0: Yeah. I it I think I think you could tell a good story in that
1: style though. No, you absolutely could, but I'm. Um, I would put. You know, if if you had the odds laid out on a roulette or something, on a roulette table or something, I would put. I would, put, I would put. Episode of Modern Family really to care. see. Uh, I mean, this I've done seen, right. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah. It's. I have no qualms with the format. The yeah. storytelling was fine. Uh, like the the the, the way the they way the way they used what they had was fine. The only thing I got annoyed with was that uh, because the cursor needed to express yeah. the uh, the fleeting emotions of the main character, uh, she couldn't use shortcut keys. <laughs> This is dumb, and I and I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, that's really dumb." And then I immediately understood that, like, she had to click send, she had to click copy, and click paste, because we were following uh, the cursor, and that's I understand. It just as as a person who's had to design things on a deadline, I'm just like, "Oh God, just hit Control and Apple." Oh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs>
0: remind, remind me to come back to that whenever you're done.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, like, if I had to put my odds down, and I was going to cover the spread, I would s- I would put more money down on this kind of blowing the load for this storytelling format. That somebody could have a worthwhile story to tell, and they're going to use a different way of doing it, rather than come back and be the movie that copied Unfriended.
0: See, I can see this this y- being used in combination with another kind of story, like conventional storytelling. Maybe I could see it working with with yeah. it just you would have to find a way to make it work yeah. and not feel forced. Because yeah. there was there was a scene in a uh, Doom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in in the terrible terrible rock Doom. Uh, that, I mean, Doom is based on first person shooter. Yeah. And the best scene in that movie is, is when they when they went first person. Yeah. Um and it was it was only like five minutes long, but it was like this is awesome. This is what I wanted. I
1: don't know, and I could be I could be very wrong because I feel like
0: No, I think I think I'd have to look at the uh, the, the profits this movie made too. Because considering what looked like a really low budget movie, if it made I mean it, it, made it wouldn't its money take back. it wouldn't take much to make the money back for yeah, it. Yeah.
1: It made its money back. Well, I will clearly admit that I could be totally wrong—that this didn't blow its load. That, like this, that this storytelling concept could come back with something more worthwhile. Because I feel like um, found footage in American movies exploded with Cloverfield.
0: Hmm. Before that, Blair Witch.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. Okay, it was Blair Witch. Um, which is awful.
0: Blair Witch made a lot of money.
1: Yeah, it made a lot of money because they it comes, filmed like, what? it for
0: three thousand dollars, and yeah. it made just absurd amounts of money. Yeah,
1: and it's—I
0: rewatched it recently. It is terrible. Yeah, it had a lot of the same problems that this one had. Then. Yeah, none of the characters were sympathetic. Um, the villain—not enough of the villain development. Yeah. Um, I mean. Just by the end of the movie, you just wanted it to end because you saw where they were going with everything.
1: I don't know if this format is strong enough to have a slow burning, slow growing arc the way found footage has. It it just it might not be strong enough for that. This might this might be. You know You
0: know what? I could see happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I could see this getting really popular on like YouTube. This sort of found footage getting popular.
1: It could but I think No,
0: like like it would be great. No,
1: it could, but I'm saying I feel like the mainstream would just get tired of it really quickly.
0: Like like a let's play that's like a horror movie but like they don't acknowledge that they're acting and the the video game is acting. Um that like it's all staged. Yeah. And and it slowly kind of crosses that border between is this real or is this fake? Yeah. I I could see that if if it was done right, if it was done over a long enough period of time, it'd be really awesome. Like I would watch that.
1: It's not. I mean. But it's, it's okay, the
0: thing that I was gonna say earlier, the okay. thing I was gonna say earlier before I forget about it, um, that was another point that I started not caring about the character. What was um, that? Whenever you were seeing the things that she was like typing, and then she would like wait,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then she'd like delete it, and then she'd like retype it again, because some of the things that she would almost send were really horrible. <laughs> There was, there was once or twice where it was like, God damn it, you're a bad person. I don't I, I don't mean, remember the specific her examples. Whole ki- her whole character
1: seemed so milk toast. Uh,
0: no, she was she was not a nice person.
1: No, I didn't say she was nice. I'm just saying she seemed bland. Oh, okay. She seemed bad and bland. Because uh, most of I mean it was mostly like who is this? Who's doing this? What do you want? Yeah. The the only part where it seemed, like, really clear that she was a terrible person when she was trying to justify why people had left terrible cyberbullying comments. Like, everyone was doing it. We just didn't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I had given
0: up on her before then. Yeah.
1: Before yeah. that, everything before just that. seemed really, meh.
0: No, she was, she was She was. a bad person for me before that. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: That was unfriended. It
0: was unfriended. It's interesting concept. If you want to watch it for the interesting concept, go check it out. Yep. But it's going to make you sad.
1: It's like a Ferrari made of cotton candy. <laughs> like look what we could totally do. We don't need to do it. We didn't need to do it. There's not a good reason for us to have done it.
0: In fact, it was probably a bad idea the way we did it.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ferrari's a bit much. Kind of like the pot van in the Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that had a practical purpose that in did. the and Chong oh movie. Oh, my
1: God. That was a great turn in that movie. <laughs> there
0: Officer, is there a problem?
1: <laughs> you can go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y- um. The stoner movies, of, like, the Cheech and Chong movies, and a few other things were why I grew up thinking, like, why is not illegal if everyone loves it
0: <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation I know
1: I th- that's probably what kids thought growing up during prohibition mm. why is this illegal and then you know someone would come home and beat them and they're like oh that's why it's illegal
0: <laughs> anyway Yeah. unfriended
1: unfriended meh exceedingly I meh. A
0: meh out of 10
1: as long as they just keep casting the token chubby dude
0: yeah he was funny I liked him So, until next time, uh, find us, rate us on iTunes. Uh, We are on SoundCloud, Twitter. Facebook. And other places. Also, this month, Maggie, you are opening for...
1: Nate Bargatze at JP's Bar on September 24th in Lafayette, Louisiana.
0: I think this will be out before then.
1: Yeah, it should be. Uh, Tickets are 15 on Eventbrite. And I think it's usually three dollars more at the door. Um, Nate Bargazzi, hes performed on the Tonight Show. Uh, he made like several top number lists, including uh, Mark Maron's "Funny People to Watch" and somebody else's like "Clean Comics Working," because he has this very like dry style that doesn't really require uh, obscenities to make the punchline work. It's, it's very practice. It's really fun to watch. Um, that's happening. JP's Bar, September 24th, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. Also, um, we watch a lot of things that we don't record about. So if you see something and you're like, I would really like to listen to them argue <laughs> the merits or faults of that, send us recommendations.
0: Yeah. yeah. Definitely
1: interact with us because we're on every format. We're trying to be uh, vocal about things, but feedback helps.
0: And until next time, we are Robbie and Maggie, and this has been a couple of movies.